Welcome, Avi. Hello. Welcome Good back. Good morning. And welcome Thank back, you. Mike, who's been on vacation. I'm back. How are you feeling? Wonderful. How are you feeling? <laughs> you don't sound so wonderful. That was not convincing. I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling fine. We mm. just got a... Just the... Uh, it sounds like complaints, but I'm not complaining. But just like uh, the life we chose, there's no like easing back into life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You jump right yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's chaos hit everywhere. The ground yeah, hit the ground running. So I'm fine. Caffeine, my tummy's a little weird. I had ice cream yesterday for the first time in a long time. And a cookie. I did have a cookie. <laughs> yeah. It just feels weird, you know? Yeah. Sleep's a little off. Stress is high. Mood is high. Good ways. Was good. it was it lower when you were gone? Probably not. Okay. I don't have like a good um, control of shutting down. Yeah. No turn off button. Yeah. That's what I was just talking to Kari out there. So we'll learn. But you, you, it's like everything else, I assume. You just got to practice how to do that. I remember um, when I was a personal trainer before and I would get really busy. And what do you know? Well, when I take time off, like take a little break, as you should, because you don't want to burn out. Yeah. Getting back into it sucked. It's when you're in the groove of things and you're constantly busy that things don't feel as difficult because yeah. you're used to the routine. I think it's the same with everything. That's yeah. like diet, lifting, mm-hmm. right? Like getting back into a diet is the hardest thing ever. Yeah. I was just doing a YouTube video and everyone's asking me like the hardest part of this diet that I've had. And it's like, well, once you're in it, it's not hard. I'm so locked into the routine. I'm eating fucking the same things every day. I'm buying the same things every week. Mm-hmm. I'm sleep going to bed at the same time. Getting into that routine. Yeah. You're going to have to like sacrifice a little bit and change your, you know, chemistry a little bit to say no more to outings and no more to going out. And once you kind of in the groove, like you said, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, being insanely – and then the longer you are busy or the longer you are dieting or the longer you are lifting or the longer you are in chaos, um, things slow down. Yeah. Because you get used to it. Yeah, it becomes the new norm baseline. Whether that's healthy or not, I'm not suggesting Um, because everyone can handle different levels of chaos. But like if you're you're a fucking bum and you got to go work for two hours a day all of a sudden, that's going to feel like a lot. Yeah. You know, and that's going to feel like chaos. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I got to go mow lawns for two hours, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you're in the midst of chaos or you run a couple businesses and someone says, hey, you also have to mow a lawn for an hour a day, it's going to be cake, <laughs> right? Because yeah. your, your chaos meter's high. Right. That makes sense. So I haven't heard. Did you do anything fun? Did you, did you go anywhere? I just tried you- to shut her down. Yeah, just try to shut her down. So I, I, I try to not be on my phone at all, although I, I still had to, because our next clothing launch is still kind of in the mix, so I was on that a little bit. Um, but a little bit of beach time, a little, you know, vitamin D, a little good food. The Part of the issue, too, is I don't even know what I like to do. Like, this was my first vacation in, ever. Even as a kid, like, parents would call it vacation, but we're just, like, visiting, visiting my aunts. Visiting family, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, visiting my aunts. Um, we didn't have a, true. yeah, we didn't have a ton of money. And then also my grandma had dementia and lived with us. So like th- that kind of locked down where we would travel or how we would travel. So we couldn't just like go do shit because we'd probably bring grandma. Mm. Um, and then as an adult, like my 20s were in front of the audience. <laughs> they, they saw my they saw my entire life. So my yeah. entire 20s, I traveled a shit ton. Yeah. But it was always work related, um, whether for other companies or for myself or vlogs. So this was the first time I did travel and did nothing, um, which was nice. And I do like doing nothing. Although people kind of make fun of that. Like, well, why don't you golf? Like, fuck you. You know, like, I don't have to do what she, what you think is fun doesn't have to be what I think is fun. I do like golfing, but I also like doing nothing. I like the couch. I like going to bed when I want and waking up when I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now that we hired Avi and Seabass, I get to do that a little bit more, which is already only like even going to bed at 1030. You know, you get in your head about like anxiety. I think you were even talking about it when we started the classes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Where you're like, fuck, I got to fall asleep because I got to be up in six hours. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I got to go to sleep because I got to be up in five hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. Fuck, I got to go mm-hmm. to sleep because now I got to be up in four and a half. I always have that just sitting in the back of my head, although nothing I do is that detrimental or that important. Um, so just even having the team build out. Welcome to the team, by the way. Officially, I think, uh, publicly. I don't know if we mentioned it publicly. Oh, but uh, just takes that off. You know, like I went to bed at 1030 last night rather than 10. Because I make sure I'm asleep by 10 just in case something happens or I got to be here at 8 or whatever. Now I'm in bed at 10.30. I'm like, oh, I got to feel good. Living on the edge. <laughs> it 
totally. Is can't this your mid thirties? You know, I can't do no. that. I totally can't do that. I, 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 the earliest I can go to bed usually, unless I'm just like knackered, is eleven. Yeah. Well, I, I just got fucked from opening. When, when I was opening, I was waking up at four forty-five, and so I literally asked Kyle and them. I was in bed at six. Jeez. Because again, I have these anxiety brain issues. So then it takes me an hour, hour and a half to fall asleep. Yeah. And then to get my eight hours, otherwise I, I probably was already not very fun to be around. But to be actually semi bearable, I have to get seven hours. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to fall asleep by nine at night. You you were up at four. Yeah, four forty five. To be here at eight? No, no, no. Back it, when we were doing six. Yeah, the beginning. Oh, okay, yeah. Because okay. yeah. I was trying to be here at like 5.45 and make sure shit was rocking. Mm-hmm. So I'd leave the house about 5.30. And I didn't want to be a total mess. Yeah. I was pretending to be professional. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's early. Oh, that was a change that was really important that we make. <laughs> yeah. Not, not yeah. being staffed at 6 a.m. with yeah. somebody at the desk when there isn't that much to do. Yeah, I don't know how 24-hour fitness did that. Well, they stopped, so... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think they stopped even before the pandemic and just kept that name. I know they did, yeah, yeah. for sure. But for a while, they were. I, I mean, even in... I think it depends on location, how busy it was. Um, I don't know. I should... I wish I went to law school. I do have really good lawyer friends. I should ask them, too. Because, like, being called 24-hour fitness, even going in high school, I went to one, and they closed at midnight. Yeah. I, I walked in at 1130 at night. I was trying to bench. I was all angsty and angry at, like, 18. And they're like, yeah, no. I'm like... The one I went to was 24 hours. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck kind of false advertising is this bullshit? Yeah, well, nowadays, I feel like less and less of them. Yeah, for are. sure. Mm-hmm. What if we're a third street barbell and we don't have a single barbell in here? Right. Yeah, that would be false advertising, I would think. You would think but right? I mean, I, I suppose on the name, you could make the argument that it's it's the name. Like, you know, like like FedEx used to be Federal Express, but they were never owned by the federal government, right? Yeah, they just did things nationally nationally yeah. yeah and it sounded better than national express yeah exactly fuck them all yeah i uh i was off the week before you i went to the beach for a week and we stayed in this crazy house that i did not have anything to do with paying for so that part was good yeah just like probably three and a half four million dollar on the you know on the beach wow you want to say what house. city Santa Cruz. Oh, Santa Santa Cruz. Cruz. Just so people know. Yeah, yeah. Santa Cruz has like such a mix of things going on. Yeah. Because of the university and then because of kind of like the hippie stuff still going on. But then like you go beachside and it's just the most insane views and houses on the planet. Yeah. We, uh, um, the the, the owner of this house, it was on like VRBO or or Airbnb or something. I can't remember. Probably VRBO because those are usually a little, little nicer houses in general. Um, software executive made apparently more money than he could stand so he quit that and became an artist oh and so his art is all over the inside of this place that's kind of cool and he uh he did all the paintings for the book about the 2012 san francisco giants uh that won their the middle of their three uh world series interesting called On the Shoulders of Giants. And it's like there on a little stand. Yeah. And it was super cool. It was super cool. Just beautiful views from from downstairs, upstairs. It was awesome. You been to Santa Cruz? Mm, like once. I don't even remember it. Santa Cruz pretty cool. I had like two really good friends that went to school there. So like I almost mm-hmm. went there every other weekend when I was like 18, 19, 20. I went to school in Santa Barbara though. It's yeah. different. No, but sure. it, it's got a similar-ish vibe, yeah. I imagine. I've never, I've only driven through Santa Barbara. I've never hung out there, but... All the West Coast until you get to like LA, San Diego, I feel like have a similar vibe. Like Carmel, Monterey, and Santa Cruz aren't that different. They yeah. all have like a similar vibe. Have you been to Pismo? I've been to Pismo. I've been to uh, San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. Like I love all those cities. Like our coast, although it's not like the beach some people think of, because mm-hmm. you think of like those Coca Cola commercials. Yeah, it's not like Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, not Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. It's, and like yeah, people surf because we have waves, but it's freezing cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I like that. I like a little hoodie, coffee, quaint. They're kind of quaint mountain. It's kind of like a mountainous beach. Yeah, yeah, because they're you know, the redwoods are not far away yeah, from, yeah. from most beaches in California. There was like tar in the water in Santa Barbara, nice. like on the beach. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. Like we would barely go in, and then we'd be at home scrubbing our feet with oil <laughs> to try to get off the tar. It sucked. The water was cold. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. not too bad. Not like freezing, like yeah. San Francisco. Because San Diego, you can do, you can swim a little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah, like um, San Francisco's fucking cold. But people still obviously snow uh, ski. 
surf. It's yeah. Th- it's therapeutic though. Surfing or the water? No, the waves, the water. Oh yeah, like, I agree. The atmosphere. Yeah, a little bit of salt, a yeah. little bit of sand yeah. in your hair and shit. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. We could at night hear the sea lions. That's sick. Yeah, I love all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were surfers like literally like right where because it's it's kind of up the cliff a little bit. It's not really like on the beach beach. Right. Um, but it was it was really cool, very re- relaxing, you know, to the, the extent that it could be. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, all those cities, I love them. Good food, good little coffee shops. It's crazy, like the way you're describing the house. That's like a lot. That was like one neighborhood in Santa Barbara, just like college students living on yeah. the edge of the cliff. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there's like literally um, balconies and everything just overlooking. I Is mean, it y'all's basketball court or like a rec center or a cafeteria like overlooks the beach kind of, right? I, I've seen like pictures of it. Maybe it was basketball. Um, I think maybe like the USN. Yeah. Yeah, the university center. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Some of that's pretty, really pretty. We, we looked, you know, because you look at real estate. Yeah, I love it. Everywhere you go, yep. everything you do, you look at real estate. There was a house that literally like, two or three houses from it. There's a f- monster house next door, just like monster, super crazy, you know, uh, glass and steel and, you yeah. know, all the, the probably $6 million house. But on the corner was a house that sold earlier this year for 2.6 and it was a fucking dive. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. And somebody, they were in the process of, of renovating. Of, yeah. Yeah. So they're probably going to drop another, you know, quarter mil in it, yeah. straightening it out. But if you get those kind of loans, more. if you get those kind of loans, you buy a dumper for two mil, you throw a mil into it, and then you sell it for six. Yeah. You're still up three. Math. Yeah, it's crazy. That was quick, huh? <laughs> I listen to a lot of fucking real estate YouTubes. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was nuts. It was, it was, it was great. It was great. Yeah, downtown Santa Cruz is cool. Yeah. All of it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is a cool spot. Uh, Let's take a short break. And then we will uh, get back with um, something that looks like a topic. So I think that, you know, this show has really kind of evolved into being a meta commentary on fitness and, and lifting and stuff in the, in the culture, right? Yeah. And we've been doing this long enough to know that things just kind of come back around. Yeah. Even uh, like keto. I feel like keto's on a mini down because yeah. carnivore's kind of up. But like yeah. two years ago, keto was the game again. Yeah. And then when we when we first started podcasting together, keto was the game. Twenty eleven or whatever. Yeah. 15, yeah. Like a, yeah. yeah. Like a eight 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 year cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Where this is this is uh, we've been doing this for nine years. Yeah, it's wild. Th- this this month September fifteen years. years cause... Nine years <laughs> is a long time. Yeah, just podcasting, let alone. Yeah, YouTube or fitness or whatever the fuck. Because we started podcasting, I, I had already been like coaching for like five years. Yeah, that's crazy. Do the math, dude. Since I'm only 25. Yeah, you started long ago. Yeah. Who's this? Okay, so think. Speaking of things that come back around. Yeah. This was on uh, Vice's uh, Instagram this week, and. I thought, well, this maybe there's a new study or something about how working out once a week yeah. is plenty good. Are they serious? Uh, they're totally serious. There's was just a- no way. That's like like uh, eat eat a salad one day and yeah. be sober and mm-hmm. then beer up and donut up the rest of the week and you're going to be fine? Okay. So um, here's what it says. In a decade-long study of over 350,000 adults in the United States, researchers found that weekend crammers lower their risk of premature death just as much as those who work out through throughout the week. Both groups are less likely to succumb to cardiovascular disease, cancer, diabetes, and other killer diseases as those who don't work out at all. Scientists say we they we found they had similar all cause and cause specific mortality suggesting that when performing the same amount of physical activity, spreading it over more days or concentrating it into fewer days may not influence outcomes. And this was, uh, the study author is in China, but the study was done of, Don't look at me. of, <laughs> <laughs> of Americans. So I don't know how that works, but that's the, that's the thing. And I thought, Oh, is there a new study about this? And I could not find the study itself. 
what I could find is that there have been articles about this same topic for years, and they do they go in like about two or three year cycles. Fuck Professor Wang, that's dog shit. That ain't true. There's just no way. I think that there's there's a way if you're just measuring it by those factors, it might be. It might be relatively true. Might not. It might not like it might, the correlation might not be as strong as as they want to tell you. But it's better than like basically they're saying anything is better than nothing. Right. Yes. And we can get behind yeah. anything is better than nothing. Yeah. The issue is is that like the uh, the markers of health aren't direct. No. Right. Like you can have high cholesterol and live till you're hundred and fucking eighty. You can have. A healthy cholesterol and have a heart attack tomorrow like it's more or less likely yeah and, and so when you're controlling all these variables and then even the variables between 350,000 people yeah you know what i mean there's just there's no way it's a real study because of the amount of variables like, yeah I, what are they controlling in this oh uh, yeah and i mean somebody else is going to google this and find it or whatever but i couldn't find it and all i found was articles that had been going on for years basically trying to say the same thing yeah and yeah and um, the message should not be, oh, I only have to work out once a day right. instead of the three or four days a week that I'm working out now. The message should be, if you're not doing anything, right, do something. Which but is do it true. with regularity. Yeah, which is true. And, and that's fine. Um, yes, yeah, as long as you're moving, don't worry too much about working out every day. Yeah, and I get that, like trying to relieve the pressure of feeling that you have to go to the gym every single day. Because even mm-hmm. I talk about that, where like I, when I first started back training, I was just going two or three times a week to not like overburn, you know, burn mm-hmm. myself out. Yeah, I believe in all that. Um, but I don't like, yeah, the message that it sends because it's it's probably just not true. Um yeah, it sounds like they're trying to convince people that you don't have to go four times a week. Just right. do it once. You're yeah. good. Yeah, go to the couch and eat Doritos the other times. Because like, yeah. we could probably find a similar survey or make one where it says like um, people who uh, eat well and train five times a week still have heart attack. And then – so then you're telling well, me not course, to yeah. try? Yeah. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, yeah. Of so course they do because so there's so many other factors. Right. Yeah. So you're going to tell me, you know, what message are we – like what's the good that comes from this and why are we messaging it that way? And I think that the answer is that, that this is a message that should be going to the lowest common denominator of people who are yeah. concerned about their health but don't want to commit to anything beyond that yeah. um, uh, one day a week. People talk about – um like the feeling invincible and shit in your teens and 20s or like, you know, like not knowing what like life or death is. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen a lot of death. Um, I'm 34. And so you think that would be gone, but it's still like you can't really comprehend it. Yeah. In terms of stuff like this, right? Like, oh, I need to work out every day now because I don't want to have a heart attack when I'm 60 or something. Um, and I'm saying, at least from my point of view, maybe you guys feel differently or the audience feels differently, that I've seen an insane amount of death. Um and I do work out every day, but it's not, it's it's never really. And I'll say it, yeah, it's for my health. And so, like in the back of my head, it kind of is, but it's not really. Like the the sense of urgency isn't there. And so, if it's not there for me, who's seen a shit ton of death and who does work out every day, mm, and then who is it there for? Yeah, I don't know if that invincibility thing does go away. You know, um, may, maybe if you've had like a maybe, and I've been pretty lucky. I haven't really been injured. I haven't been in car accidents, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I'm also fairly precautious. I'm not fucking, you know driving 120 miles per hour everywhere I go, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Jumping off airplanes and shit. But, um, ghost riding the whip on the freeway. Yeah, I should, but I should live a little more, but I don't. You know what ghost riding is? Yeah. Uh, so maybe someone who's personally gone through something crazy, uh-huh. that invincibility breaks. You know what I'm talking about, right? Because they say like, oh, he's 18, he feels invincible. Right, right. Like, bitch, I'm 34, I still feel pretty invincible. I'm just precautious. I'm just not an idiot. Mm-hmm. I'm smarter, but I still don't feel like, oh, I'm going to die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not, yeah. Despite being around a lot of crazy shit, I don't feel that death is around the corner. And yeah, you I don't have feel to, like, that. Take all the precautions to avoid it. Yeah, I don't feel that fragile, mm-hmm. which isn't good, obviously. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Uh, I, well, I mean, it's working out for you. Yeah, it's fine it, because I think I have a maturity about me that I've always had. I wasn't even in high school. Like, I got one speeding ticket, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm never doing that again." You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's just kind of the personality I have. Like, yeah. um, where other people, yeah, do drive 120 all day and. Don't even once think about crashing or what may happen. So, yeah, I'm precautious, but that's why I wonder, yeah, when you're talking about lowest common denominator, I feel like that's fucking everyone. But they're not actually thinking about, like, 
the extremeness that a heart attack or mm-hmm. and diabetes. Me yeah. and Dan were talking about that, like what that really means. Like every you see every commercial talk about diabetes, but like people lose legs, people lose oh, yeah, eyesight, absolutely, yeah. like very commonly. Yeah. Um, but again, you could see that. Oh yeah, I think I, my uncle kind of went blind from diabetes or whatever. You can hear that and see that. But until it happens to you, I don't think it hits. No, I think that that's true. Yeah, it's hard. I think that's true. And it, it's because it's hard to think about more, your own mortality. Or there are people who don't find it hard and are, who get obsessed with it, and that's really not healthy either. Yeah, that probably goes too extreme the other way. Yeah, that's that's concerning because it's hard to like live a life if you're worried about everything all the time. Right. But uh, humans in general have a difficult time with the short-term versus long-term goals. For sure. And, and unless you can see short-term benefits, it's difficult to to keep plugging away at a, at a long-term goal. Yeah, when they're saying like, uh, yeah, it's much easier to say like yes to a cookie now than to be on your diet for the next six months or, or find out what that moderation is or – yeah, go to the going to the gym, and that's why we preach like strength training over like aesthetic training. Not necessarily because we don't think people should not want to look good, but like you're not going to notice yourself looking better. You will notice yourself adding poundage to the bar. That's definitely the the one. Like that was the first thing I ever yeah. wanted to do, and I was like insecure at first about like my physique, but because I chose to focus on getting stronger. And like putting more weight on the barbell, using heavier dumbbells, things like that. It's more quantitative. And right. especially when you're starting off, you're going to start with 10 pound dumbbells and you will move up to 15 even the next week. So that's slight like progress. Yep. Like you're not going to make that rate of progress the longer you do it for. But in the beginning, it's so motivating and it's so rewarding. It's and like, even if you're a psycho and you're measuring your biceps every single day, hoping they grow, mm-hmm. like it's going to take six months and okay. then you'll gain like 0.1 inches. Even nowadays, I. I uh, took a break off of being on a program for powerlifting after nationals and I was just playing around with whatever accessories I wanted and I'm like damn if I just trained for aesthetics it would be so frustrating I don't I don't know if what I just did is going to help yeah you know or like if I'll see the results if that was enough like uh, volume or intensity yeah and I think people like um they very few people actually enjoy the process like I like lifting weights. Yeah. But I've talked about a lot of times I don't like love lifting weights. And so if you don't truly enjoy the process, then yeah, you're never going to stick to it. The only yeah. way to stick to it, you got to like trick yourself. You or gotta... the aspect of it, like the feeling that it gives you. Sure. Kind of like runners, right? Yeah. Like some people don't like running, but they like the after effect. Or um, some people in my class don't necessarily love lifting weights, but they like feeling stronger. And like they do start to see the results in the mirror. And that is what they like. Yeah. So I don't like either of those. <laughs> but my point is, you have to like trick yourself. You got to be self aware enough to know what keeps you going and why. Mm-hmm. What I hate, and the only reason I lift weights, and this is going to sound crazy, is I hate, um, I hate like starting over. I've talked to the guys about this too, like uh, the boys, Kyle and Nico and Dan. Um, it's the same thing with like video games. Like a lot of people like bounce around and like just play video games. Yeah. I only play like two games because I don't want to suck. Mm-hmm. And I've spent time to get decent at a game. I want to play that game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't want to bounce around. And not that I'm, like, scared to be a beginner because I've tried new shit, right? Like, two years ago, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a clothing designer. And obviously, I stumbled and I'm still stumbling and I'm learning. Like, I, I don't mind learning. But I also don't like to just, like, go totally off course on something that I've spent time with. So, like, same idea. Like, my cardio is at a decent spot. My muscles at a decent spot. My strength's at a decent spot. I don't want to just, like, give up the barbell. Like, I want to maintain these level of things. And this kind of goes back to what we were first rambling about, like, living in chaos. I want to, like, it's kind of like to spin 20 plates, you got to get that one plate going first. Yeah. And now I want to keep my plate going. I'll add more plates, and a couple might crash. But I want to keep all my plates going. I don't want to drop my barbell plate to pick up another plate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I was saying. And so, like, that, (laughs) sadly, is, like, maybe this is completely unhealthy and some therapist is listening and thinking how psycho I am but that's what keeps me going in the gym well yeah, he's judging me a lot it's a, little, it's a little sad only because like I enjoy it no that's you amazing okay I mean if I enjoyed it yeah I'm mean, trust me I'd love to like love it I'd love to love doing taxes and I would love to love I know. you know eating like, salads I, I don't just wanna, don't yeah I don't want to change that for you and I know I can't and it's like up to you but like it's similar to um I talked to C. Bass about this 
being introduced to this world because I'm still fairly new yeah. in it and like the traveling and then meeting new people and stuff like you've done it for so long now. It's kind of just like probably just a job for you and it's tiring and exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, it sucks because I'm like, I'm enjoying myself. Sea basses. And I'm like, I hope everyone's having as much fun as we are. But you guys are, you know, uh, I want to say I'm not having fun. Um, <laughs> it depends on who you're hanging with when you're doing the traveling. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, uh, we're definitely slightly jaded. Uh, yeah, I yeah. won't not say that. But then also, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do anything and like joking, but not joking for 10 years. And it does lose something going on. Yeah, it's not know? new for you anymore. So it's not it's not the same. Yeah. And that's OK. And yeah. eventually maybe I'll be there, too. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully not. Right. Maybe because people are just different. Like mm-hmm. there's people that are just excited about shit. Yeah. I also just have issues with that. Like it's called depression. Oh, yeah. Want want. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am opening up, you know. <laughs> and there's suddenly a wah wah yeah. right for you. That's fucked. Yeah, I, I, I think. I mean, if you were to say that we are not fed by those experiences, that would not be correct. We are. Mm-hmm. We do. We get something out of does it. Does that revitalize it, something? It does. It mm-hmm. does for sure. And it gives you ideas and you know um, whatever. It's what what's hard is the performative part. Like right. if you're hanging with somebody that you just don't feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. but you got to accomplish work with them or whatever. Yeah. That that's hard and. Yeah. And, and and like I said, before, we've talked about this before. That dealing with the public is can be really great, and it can be very taxing. Oh yeah, I get that for sure. And uh, do you think you would like all this if you sucked? At what? You're an interesting like case to me, case study, because uh, okay. you're training at a fucking commercial gym, and you're strong as shit, mm-hmm. and you have no clue how strong you are. Still don't. Yeah. Well, you kind of do. You went to nationals, like you know, ish. You know that you're like at least in the conversation of very strong people. You're you're like anyone who fucking deadlifts two twenty five is already one percent of the world. And I hate that thing because like yeah, dude, I fucking deadlift for ten years. Like I'm not trying to mm-hmm. be just better than the couch potato. We're yeah. talking, you know, right? So we got to mm-hmm. isolate it more. But even within competitive powerlifters, you're very strong. Um, do you think if you sucked, you would enjoy this? Because there's obviously benefits of being strong. What's you, this? Enjoying. Like uh, all of it, coaching, uh, mingling, uh, going to nationals, meeting other content creators, business people. Because there, there's an upper leg, like even me, in the beginning, like I was pretty strong and I could talk a lot and I was pretty knowledgeable about fitness. And so then that gives me a hand to play play a card with other people. Mm-hmm. Like if you have nothing to bring to the table, no one wants to do a YouTube video with you. Yeah. Right? Like the only reason those people want to do YouTube videos with me or whatever or you know what I mean? So like you, the only reason, not the only reason, but one of the reasons you got a conversation with game day or with us mm-hmm. is because you're strong and you're knowledgeable. Right. I think what I enjoy about it is being able to help people learn and get stronger, get comfortable with the barbell because I remember somehow what it felt like to be intimidated by it or not as comfortable. Same thing with being like new to the gym. I mean, barbells and like squat racks and all that. Um, knowing how to use the equipment, it's intimidating. But when I constantly show new people over and over again and then see them go from like, oh, I don't really know, to even a week later, they're like, okay, like I know exactly what to do. And they do everything on their own. I'm like, every single time I meet someone new, I'm like, don't worry. I have so much confidence. I'm like, You're, it's going to be just like routine. Yeah, next you've week. seen it. Yeah. So I'm like, I know how much it changes for them. And flipping that kind of switch and having them realize what they're capable of. And that that's what I enjoy. And it's so weird because I don't see myself as like a very I want to help people type of person. Yeah, yeah. You didn't so, grow up like being a coach position? Yeah. No. Um, and something about just lifting and then teaching people how to get stronger. I don't know. I don't know how to. I'm still learning yeah. about what it does for me. Well, I think you're an interesting case because of that too. And like, uh, it's not why we hired you necessarily, but it is like a piece is like that you're not a huge human and you're a lady where like, you know, the typical trainer and it's still a thing in 2023 is like, who do you ask advice from? The biggest juice head in the room, Mm -hmm. right? Like, oh yeah, bro, how do you grow your traps? Because he's got the biggest traps. Yeah. Um, And so I think you talking about intimidation and that's the thing for everybody. I've talked about it the first couple of times I went to soup training back in the day where like, I was 22 and intimidated. That's where, like, I got the nickname, you know? Everyone's bigger, everyone's stronger, everyone's older. Um, I think intimidation. And I was I was a, basically playing 
like pro-am basketball at the time it's not like i'm some idiot like i'm an athlete and i've been in intimidating rooms the night before a squat session down here i'm literally guarding an nba player you know on a basketball court it's not like i'm bubble boy that's never been in weird positions and still you get intimidated in new situations and there is something about like the barbell yeah that is kind of intimidating or gyms like this although they are more popular. So I think you're good. Yeah, so even if I'm like, even if I weren't as strong as I were, if I'm still able to have the amount of reach and teach people and be helpful to them. Yeah. Like even Kaylin was like, um, one of the students in my class, she was saying, um, if I see a video of you explaining how to uh, deadlift, I'd rather watch you than listen to some meathead guy who's yeah. like big as shit. Yeah, it's just know? more relatable. Right. And yeah. I think that's even where I found a place in like YouTube, you know, like... <clears throat> A lot of YouTube cats are fucking naked all the time and super strong or juice to the gills or whatever. So relatability is an important thing. It's not as um, maybe like honored or like respected in the internet space because the internet space tends to shine a light on extremes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in day-to-day stuff, it's way more applicable and way more relevant. admirable and relevant. Um, same idea you get a job somewhere, like car sales, it doesn't matter. But the guy you can like talk to and relate to who's going to teach you how to sell a car is much better than like the fucking slimy car salesman who, you know what I mean? You yeah. just yeah. can't relate to who's just selling cars out his ass because he doesn't care about nobody or nothing. You know, like relatability in this world is kind of all we have because all we really have is yeah. how we talk to and who we talk to. Yeah, uh, that authenticity that people... vibe with you know that's the probably the biggest thing and that's probably where a lot of people what they're looking for in terms of motivation is someone that they can relate to yeah and then whatever that person's doing is what you know they'll they'll get motivated to do yeah um sort of a follower syndrome but it's also again we're back to well what's the least common denominator and how do you get people up uh, off of that you know and i think authenticity plays a very important part of that and maybe me being very social and put a lot of like i just talk a lot to my followers is that you're also more approachable and then they'll talk to you and they'll actually want to get to know you they'll message you because they think like oh i think she actually might respond and i usually do like respond to everyone and talk to everyone i don't see myself you know, on some pedestal, it's like, oh, if, I'm, if I have information to share and knowledge um, and you have the questions for it, then, you know, like, great, I'll share it with you. That's yeah. It. I mean, that was the early days of social media and that was the cool part, right? It's like yeah. voices would get elevated, but the authenticity would kind of shine through. And obviously things change with time. And now some people are, you know, see themselves and the world sees them more as celebrities than just humans with a platform. Like, I consider ourselves humans with a platform. I'm the same way. You know, 10 years of doing Instagram as quote-unquote living. I've tried to answer every single DM that is semi-normal. If it's weird, you know, maybe I wouldn't, but... Or if it's obviously (laughs) trying to sell me something. I'm not about any of that. But any, like, normal shit, I'm going to try to answer. Because, like, yeah, I'm just a dude with a platform. Mm -hmm. You've taught me that, too. You're like, at least, if they're... Just like it. (laughs) Don't ignore. Yeah. Yeah, some dude asked if... uh, this is total side note, just weird things. This is a first for me. He asked, uh, um, have you been approached by an adult film actor recruiter? And did you say, no, I, I haven't, oh. but I was, did you respond or no? And did you feel a little bit sad because that I kind of, well, I was confused. <laughs> I was like, do I send out like porn vibes? I don't know what like modern day. I mean, I guess I do know. Porn vibes. Yeah, like what's a male it, actor look like in the yeah. modern day, and do I send that vibe? We, I guess we did have a a, a teammate whose um, son did porn. Yeah, I just I don't know if the money's there, and then I don't know if I have, I don't know if I have those acting chops. I think I can act pretty good. So you thought about it? I mean, yeah, <laughs> you you weigh your options. Only fans. You weigh your options. Yeah, but that's not like acting. I need I need like a it could the, be. no I need like I'm the pool boy you know <laughs> oh my god and there's a lot of leaves it's fallout you know yeah it's 21st of September yeah it's and, fall and so I'm getting a lot of calls and but a it's lot still of warm a mm-hmm. lot of yeah so I had to have my shirt off and there's a lot of moms that have a lot of leaves in their pool and I and there's I'm the only guy for the job yeah. leaves in the pool yeah the moms need some clean, cleansing <laughs> wow you really thought about that. <laughs> I mean, it crosses your mind. I think, I think what happens is my it crosses your mind. I think my mind moves really fast, mm-hmm. so I drive the speed limit. But I think my brain goes faster than the normal person's brain. Not oh. not smarter, not better, just faster. I know. Is it like once this thought that you saw that um that message, 
all of a sudden you had oh, yeah. this entire scenario. Yeah. I, I had, do that sometimes. I had like what my 10 year porn career looked like already planned out. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't think about the exactly same thing, but sometimes I'll, I'll do the same thing where something happens and I'm like, so in that split second, this was my entire thought yeah. process. Yeah. You seen the movie Limitless? No. Oh, never mind. Which one's that? Uh, well, you take the pill and then you're... Oh, Bra- uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, but yeah. how they show it, he gets like extra smart in it or whatever, oh, and then he gets addicted. It's I an know. okay movie. But um, how they visually tell the story of him getting smarter is like images like flying like oh, crazy. Right, right, yeah, right. that I relate to. Mm. Not that necessarily my... L- little like beautiful mind, but on steroids. Yeah, kind yeah, of. yeah. And it's just flashing fucking... Is it like... Or like click... You ever seen uh, Click? Mm-hmm. That's a really good movie, underrated for sure, where he's like uh, lost in this time zone yeah. and then he's just seeing like his memories fucking fly by and then he wakes up and he's 80. Yeah. And I think gets, that's going to be my life. Yeah. He's fearful of like not being able to actually live his life. Yeah, because, be present. Yeah. If that movie isn't more relevant now than ever. Right. Go watch Click, kids. I have. And then hug um, your mom. <laughs> <sighs> How was that? That was that. Adam uh, Sandler and adult porn industry nice um yeah one more thing that's just kind of come back around lately uh and i don't really know what to do with this one but remember when everybody was training in altitude masks yeah and then like these science-based content creators were starting to throw these things on well there there was a point at which that everyone was doing it and this was probably eight ten years ago Mm -hmm. and then they were like debunked you've seen these yeah Mm mm-hmm like don't yeah this is like a, it doesn't do what you think it does and no. what people were thinking that it did if i understand correctly was actually simulate training at altitude if you yeah. train at altitude you get extra red blood cells mm. extra red blood cells give you more oxygen to your to your muscles and you perform better and so, then covid hit and everyone was using these in the gyms or like hyperbaric chamber shit Right. Um, yeah, except hyperbaric chambers actually do something. And right. No, I'm saying they thought. They thought. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, then recently, just in the last week, I see this story. Why don't you just not breathe while you exercise? Just hold you, your breath. Yeah. Just hold your breath for all your the entire time. set for a mile jog. That'd be terrible. Or uh, choke yourself with a bow yeah. flex. <laughs> Are we going back to porn? That's yeah. That, a man died that way. Asphyxi- okay, you weirdo. <laughs> um, so during the during the early days of the pandemic, when people were trying to recover, uh, they started um, experimenting with breathing trainers, and it's not the, the mask. It is actually a unit that you breathe into, and it yeah. measures. And they have like resistance training for the lungs. Resistance training for the lungs. So some there's something there for sure, but yeah, like elevation training, just restricting your breathing while you're exercising doesn't seem the same. No, it's totally not. Yeah. So this, uh, like, if you're if you're in the hospital and you're going to be there a minute, they usually have you use what's called an incentospirometer. Basically, you're breathing out. So you're totally emptying your your lungs so that the bottom of your lungs doesn't get all sticky and, and you start losing lung capacity. Yeah. And then you get pneumonia. Um, so this is similar to this, but you're breathing in and out. Uh, this particular one's called Power Breathe. This is not an, an ad because I don't have any connection to these people and we're not making any money off of it. However, if they would like to hit us up, then they should. But this was an NPR story which they don't usually chase down stuff that doesn't have... Um, yeah, a little bucking. Yeah, and it, behind it. The deal with this thing, though, I mean, it's a small unit. There isn't a cheap one that you get the maximum benefit from. And for this particular company, the top of the line one was like 650 bucks. But Yikes. you can use it for like different mouthpieces and you can use it for, for a group of people. You can use it 10, 20 people, whatever. And it actually keeps their keeps their numbers but the crazy thing about it is they think that it can lower blood pressure almost as much or in some cases as much as taking blood pressure meds uh, is this a mask but like wouldn't exercise do this similar um this does it faster interesting you ever, you said you played the flute or something would you play no you i tried clarinet violin something piano it's piano you took the quiz what quiz oh I made a quiz on my story. You got to take it. Oh, I'll pass flying colors. No, you won't. You never Kyle play- got two out of seven. You never played a wind instrument? 
No, I was actually just percussion, so completely no blowing. Excuse me? So just I played the trumpet for a while, and when you first play the trumpet, you get so fucking lightheaded. Yeah. Like, I've tried the trombone, which is different. But trumpet, I can imagine it's even more. No, it's similar. But smaller, so you have to like. Yeah, but it's still, you're still kind of doing the horse. You're still doing horse mouth in there, yeah. yeah. I remember my lips got numb. Yeah. Because yeah. of how you, yeah. Yeah. But that that reminds me of this stuff too, where I'm like a kid and I'm fucking lightheaded as shit, just breathing out. Which, uh, yeah, th- you can see what this thing is shaped like. It's just like a little handheld dealy with a mouthpiece. That's like what uh, fucking Luke Skywalker's sucking on when he's in the liquid getting healed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, this is like, but it's like thirty breaths a day. It's yeah. not like wearing it for an hour while you're running the treadmill. It's not. It's a totally different kind of thing. What's the they, they might not even have real studies, but like this is mostly for like bedridden type folk. No, it's supposed to be for everybody. Really? Yeah, anybody, everybody. It just it had the you know they started using it with COVID because people's sure. breathing muscles got detrained. Yeah, yeah, because they were not. I just wonder if it has like deeply if it has like a s- super level of benefit to someone who's already lungs are in good capacity. That's a good question. I you know what I mean? Answer that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, like like my lungs obviously aren't Lance Armstrong right now, but my lungs are really good. Is it actually going to help or is it well, for someone who's kind of detrained? That's why we're going to get one and you'll try it for a month. I'm thinking about it. Seriously, I'm I thinking mean, that about one's it. 104 right there. That's yeah, cool. that that one is a it's a um that's a fitness model. That's a oh it's on Amazon. And you do cardio regularly, so maybe you'll actually be able to tell if it helps or not. Maybe. That's a th- that's a thought, yeah. It it's looks 100 funny. Bucks. I remember, yeah. I remember something like that in the hospital. Not for me, but I've seen it. Yeah. And those are... those are Medium you, load. You blow out. Yeah, medium load. That's... Um, I need yeah. the heavy load. Back to the porn conversation. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, that's just... That's something that came up on my radar this week. I got one more um, thought... That I wanted to throw out today, and I can't find. Why can't I find what I'm looking for? There we go. Um, have you guys heard of? I've heard of it all. Four, seven, eight breathing. No, remember we were is talking about nose breathing? breathing. Oh, is it four seconds in, seven second hold, eight seconds? Yes. Wow. Yes. Is that Mr. Hoff? Um, I have no idea if if there's any Wim Hof to this at all i mean probably probably i think it probably pre-existed wim hof who's hof or what wim hof is the ice man what does that put some respect on the ice man steve green is the ice man who's the hell steve green you know my steve Steve green Green? why is he the ice man that's what they call him you gotta ask him about it uh, i didn't know (laughs) they call me the ice man or the miracle man is what he says anyways and that's what the careful boys i still haven't been invited to the club what club the careful boys Oh, is that the JK? Yeah. Well, That's you got to talk to him about I it. No, I didn't get my official invite. I think I got to kill a man to get in. <laughs> They've done yeah, some take shit. down one of them. Those guys are crazy. Yeah. I almost don't fit, I fit in with those guys so well, except they're crazy. Like on another level. Yeah, they've all done some shit. Yeah. I haven't really done some. I don't know if Steve's done it like that. Steve's kind of crazy. What's done some shit? What does that mean? I don't know. But Bart's probably killed 10 people for all <laughs> I know. Oh, you mean like that? Like Yeah, Joe's done some shit. I feel like Nick is pretty like no. Nick's like pretty mild. Me and yeah. Nick are kind of the same. But Nick could kill a man. That's oh, the difference. if he wanted, to. Yeah, he just doesn't have it in him though. No, Nick's very sweet. Nick the ear dude. Yeah. Anyways, who was this Ice Man you were talking about? The Ice Man Wim Hof. Like I don't don't quote me, but dude's like ran a marathon barefoot in Alaska or some shit, and oh. he has these breathing techniques um, that he he. It's a little controversial in the sense where he says it's repeatable, and he runs classes and stuff um, that he can help people like prevent hyperthermia so mm-hmm. like he'll take people and teach them and teach them and then they'll cut holes in like ice lakes and go oh, in there and breathe their gotcha. shit out um he walks in like the like the icy water, yeah he literally glaciers. i literally think he ran a marathon barefoot in some mm. in a glacier so and it's like, like a got, ice version yeah of david goggins yeah kind of yeah <laughs> and he's had no he had like no ill effects like like he didn't have any like freezing of his skin he didn't you know obviously he was like naked he was like running around in a fucking like a monk loincloth like yeah kinda mm-hmm. um and I've watched documentaries on him I think it's interesting um but I just don't know if it's repeatable for everybody or if he has this crazy genetic deal going on right and and he obviously says it's repeatable and it's based on his breathing but then he's Meditative. making but then he's making money off that right but I was gonna say you, yeah. if you if yeah. it's not repeatable you can't make money off yeah. of it so yeah. you have to say that it's repeatable right. regardless of whether it is or not right however 
Uh, Some of it goes deeper than that, though. Like he's done, like he did, like these medical things where, and who knows how real it is because it's like a one-off, you know, n equals one type deal. But they like injected some dude with some toxin, and this dude breathes through it somehow. Where it's supposed to, you know, that's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It makes me think of you know before Lance Armstrong got outed, um, all the tests that they did on him is like, oh man, he's really really extraordinary human being. He can process oxygen. Better than anybody else and whatever. It's like, yeah, because he's, you know, a little thing called EPO. Yeah, there are, like, little deviations, right? Because they did the same thing with, like, Michael Phelps. And they're like, oh, yeah. like, how his bone structure is. And motherfuckers got, like, Labrador Retriever webbed feet or some shit. Yeah. Is that true? I don't know. I mean, kind of made that up. But I do think they say his leverage <laughs> is. I think it's true. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's true, but I think. There are people with webbed feet, but I think I think he does have, like, weirdly long feet. And like mm. f- fan like feet. Wow. And then, Imagine like, like being analyzed like a specimen. That's yeah, well, I think the, at the top of the sport they are right. Like Kevin Durant for basketball, you know, just like he's like a seven four wingspan. He moves as fast as like I do, and then he's like six ten. You know, you're like, well, that's not normal. Or like Ed Cohn, you know, like why is he the best powerlifter ever? Like, yeah, he worked really hard, and yeah, he's really strong. He probably has bone density stuff, but he's kind of built like a fucking orangutan. You know? Mm-hmm. Did you compare Kevin Durant to yourself? <laughs> I was. Uh, you said move as fast as I do. Yeah. Okay. Kyle, because sure. Kyle brought it up. I don't know why in the grocery store. He said, "Mike, you get a hundred attempts to score a bucket on Kevin Durant, or a hundred attempts to make contact with the best pitcher in baseball." And I said, I, "I can't comprehend either of those." Yeah, I don't get it. Why did that occur to him in the grocery store? I think it was just like a TikTok thing he had heard, and then he yeah. brought it back up to me. Okay. But I can't even comprehend either of those. And, and and any motherfucker out there that says they can that hasn't played pro sports has can't either because you can't like you have no clue what it's like to have Kevin Durant guard you like there's freakos or yeah have a hundred mile per hour ball flying at your fucking face it's just like being shut down yeah just yeah. like totally shut down yeah to seven four wingspan like you hear that and you're like oh that's long because I'm only six feet but you don't know what that's like like fucking in front of you it's really fast mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's over before you notice that it started yeah yeah. I told him I'd definitely score on Kevin Durant just because I'm fucking eating one from half court. And if I get 100 attempts, I'm going to make one. Yeah. Because I don't even know what it like to fucking try to hit a pitcher. Uh, but so, I think there's freaks out there. Yeah, that's the story. So back to 478. Um, this is being uh, sort of broken down for the masses to, to do a couple things. One of is to prepare people for sleep. Yeah. Calm down for sleep. And the other is just basically for dealing with anxiety. And if you think about it, like when you're really anxious, like how often do you sigh when you're when you're anxious? Right. Or yawn. All the time. Or yawn. Yeah. It helps. I it think. does. It absolutely helps. And so this is, is one of those things that sounds like it would be helpful. And I've tried to do a little bit of it over the last like week since I, since I stumbled on this. I knew – I mean I've known about breathing shit for a long time, but I never thought about – like I'm not gonna get any fucking cold water. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm against cold water. Period. I, everybody. Everybody who went to to Home Depot and bought themselves a a, a giant cattle watering trough that they fill with ice and whatever. Good on you. But I'm not impressed, and I don't care, and I don't think it really does anything for you. Sorry. Like ice bath. Yeah. So sorry. I don't think it does anything at all. I think. I think it's counterproductive for some people. You guys ever done um, like guided meditations or nothing? Mm. I have done recorded ones before, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. all those always just start off with something similar to this. Yeah. With, and they're they're telling you when to breathe or not, but I assume it's on a similar pattern. This actually reminds me of, in, okay, I was in band in high school. You were too. Nerd! Right? You were too. <laughs> Loser. No, but they had us do like um, these exercises to, well, this is more, more for wind instrument people, for their um, lungs and yeah. to like practice that yeah. kind of stuff. Diaphragm training. Yeah, it was like this though, like You played the walking piano? Pausing and then. Uh, xylophone or bells, bells, aka. Oh, you you're nice Glock, on the xylophone. Glockenspiel. Yeah, that was my shit. Mar- uh-huh. Marimba and xylophone, like mallets. Oh. Yeah, and I played snare, in the drum line. I was drum captain. You got some chops. You were captain. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do have chops. Yeah, that was not bad. Really? Mm-hmm. I told you Justin's really good. Oh, he's definitely gonna be better. Than Justin's me. good. Yeah. Art's pretty good too. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen him. I'm not very good. No. I was more the performative type. Yeah, but it was fun. See, band is not. No, it's a more it's, people are in it. Than no, it's for fucking losers, dude. You're a loser. <laughs> I, I 
went to the Farm to Fork Festival over the weekend, and there were actually very good bands playing this. And you think about there are actually a lot of people in the world who are pretty good at, at music. No, and Sacramento, like it, it doesn't like have a popping scene per se, but we have an insane amount of really good musicians. Yeah, yeah, and we've had some people like make it, make it. Yeah, you know, like cakes from here. They went to my high school. You know, cake. Nope. I'll play a cake out there. You know, cake. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Cake. Cake went to Sac Waldorf. Oh, really? I did not realize For some reason, that. I don't know if there's like a bad uh, vibe or not, but they like never came back. You know, like everyone does like a high school reunion deal. Yeah. Yeah, they never came back. Some I, of my friends are on one of the songs. Oh, really? Yeah. They like went and recruited uh, like some eighth grade kids to be like kid, uh, like a kid's chorus. And so, oh, like, that's funny. I yeah. wonder which song that is. Uh, Sheep Go to Heaven, Goats Go to Heaven. Oh, yeah. I f- love yeah. that song. Yeah, the kids in the background, those are all the homies. Goats, that's great. Goats yeah. Go to Heaven. Uh, Sheep Go to Heaven, Goats, Goats Go to Hell. hell. We'll play it out there. They have some bangers. They're kind of like they play. They're kind of like a band. They were alternative rock in the '90s, but they are like a band. There's like trumpets and shit. Interesting. It's cool. Okay. But yeah, like um, I I I I don't know if this is true or not, but I I think a couple of band members from Slayer are from Sac. Papa Roach yeah. is from the area. There's a bunch of like random Tesla. shit. Yeah. There's a bunch of random Bourgeois shit. Bourgeois tag. And there's like some local local shit that's still good that never popped off. Bourgeois tag. Mariel the tag. Our friend Mario. Yeah, yeah. Related? Yeah, yeah I think oh, so. Maybe. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, maybe. Pretty sure. Black Alicious is kind of like an underground hip hop group, but they they're on a couple like movies. Um, Deftones. I think the Deftones are localish. Yeah. 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 yeah they were kind of weird because we're a very small city in the scheme of things. Yeah, maybe all these musicians like just fall asleep very well because their breathing techniques. So. Exactly. Possible, or all the drugs they do. Yeah. So people give this a try. Four in, hold for seven, out for eight. Slow count. Tell us what you think. Relax thy mind. Relax. Talk to your third eye, not the brown one. No. On that note, that's all I got. That's all I got today. Why'd you make that face? You know about your third eye? I don't want to talk about that. Third eye blind. You don't know the third eye? Yeah, right there in your forehead. Yeah, but you, then you said not the brown one. Well, because <laughs> some people weird. may consider that their third eye. The Who? Brown... I've never heard of You never heard of your brown eye? No. You've never heard of a brown eye? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a song, Brown Eyed Girl. That's the only thing I... Well, yeah, it's not about disgusting. that. Yeah. It's not about that it's a one. a song about <laughs> anal. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. I don't know. Dude. I'll never think of anything else now. On that note, you're welcome. Let's get out of here. Uh, Abby, where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram at avi.lu. And at Third Street Barbell. Third Street Barbell. Classes, personal training. Use code avi. Friendship. Good company. Good. 3sb.co, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Salam Mike. New episode every single Wednesday and Friday. Appreciate you very, very much. Join our Discord, 50percentfacts.com. Join the Discord. Um, we'll see you there. And uh, more info on many a thing in the works coming very soon. I'm at the Jimmy D on all the social media. This show, 50% Facts, where percent is a word and 50, it's just numbers. 50% Facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network, where you can check out uh, the hashtag Coffee Time podcast with Noah Kinsey and the Stimmed Out? Stimmed Out, baby. Stimmed Out podcast with the guys from uh, Game Day Barbell, uh, Tim Thibodeau and Joe Stanek. And we'll talk to you on Friday. And Nico Flores. Don't and forget Nico. little Is Nico. Nico well, he's know. not named on that oh, show. Oh, then Nico, you're not important. Sorry, yeah. dude. I mean, I'm sure he's on that show. No, he's not important. You're going to make him cry. Yeah. Sorry, Nico. <laughs>